Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? Ah, it is great to be with you guys. It is December 5th. This is episode number 1023. So we got MJ plus 1,000. Wow. John and Wayne, we're we, we getting there. We're getting there. You're 10 episodes less than Christian McCaffrey's rushing yards this Ooh, year. Ooh, man, see? That, that's why Wade's here. He keeps <laughs> everything in perspective, man. I love it. Wade, how are you, my friend? I'm doing good, man. I'm recovering from some type of cold, I, th- I hope. <laughs> I'm trying to recoup, man. That's that's it. You know, People trying to don't recoup. understand the travel and the always talking and the, like, it wears on you, man. It wears yeah. on you. It's What's up, Red Jet? Glad everybody is here. We got the chat bumping. We yes. got Debbie. What's up? She says, good day, John, hashtag CC and Wayne BB. Yes. Uh, um, when the 49ers win, that mailbox lights up, man. And ding, so ding, ding, I ding. <laughs> and so I pulled a whole bunch of different topics and ones that were kind of doubled up. So excited to see what we got here. Now, I want to start with this one as we get through all these hashtag CCs. Appreciate all you guys. Grand day, big papa. This is awesome. Coach Cruz. Sonia, we got so many people here, even the man from Hawaii. What's up, Darren? Uh, awesome people here. Really do appreciate everybody. We even got a hashtag John and Wayne. I like That's that. What's up, man? I do That's like dope. that. That is clean. That is clean. So here's the poll question of the day, Wayne. What is your favorite Shanahan regular season win? Um, Because there's been a lot, but this one's got to go. Kind of up top. Uh, Dexter Craig reached out to me on Twitter. He says, I got this in my top three regular season wins since we got Kyle Shanahan. The other two were the Saints game in 2019. Okay. And the Dallas game this year. So our four options, we can only do four. We've okay. got 2019 Saints. That was a shootout with Jimmy G, the fourth and two Kittle play. We got 2022 Dolphins. That was Brock's first start. Cowboys game this year. Eagles game this year. Right now, the Eagles game this year is 50% of the vote. Is that recency the, bias? Or? The, Dolphins, the Dolphins game wasn't his first start. He relieved Jimmy. Didn't Jimmy get hurt? Yeah, he didn't game? even start. That was his first game. Correct. Yeah, thank First you. start was Tampa. But so we can call that the reliever. That one was pretty tough because you got this third-string quarterback coming to a game. The score was relatively close at that time. And he yeah, just took seven over. To three? I think it was 7-3. Yeah. to three. Yeah. And, then and he just, that, that's my number one. Ah, oh, dang. He just that's took over. One. Like, that, was the, that was the Brock era. Like, <laughs> that's when you yakety yak, don't ever look back. <laughs> well, it, it was funny because, okay, you go out there. They were eight and three. 
we were starting to climb. They were hot. And they were red hot. They, they were putting up there. 40 plus every game, bro. Every game. And then they scored as I was walking to my seat. <laughs> 70 plus yard transfer field, one play, touchdown. And it was just like, oh, damn. Then we drive down, we get a field goal, and Jimmy limps off. And I'm sitting there, I'm next to my boy Rick and Will, and I'm like, Jimmy's hurt. Jimmy's hurt. And I'm watching mm. him on the sideline the whole time. And then I see the cart come out, and I was like, Jimmy's out. Sure enough, they cart him out, and I, I throw my hands up. Yeah. Like, F yeah. it. I'm going to get beers. <laughs> like, yeah. I was, like, I, I was, I was like, with Clayton that game, I think. Oh, I think, I think so. I think Clayton was with me. And, and yeah, we, we were just like, ugh. another yeah, injury to the quarterback. Yeah. Deflated to, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what? It's is what? awesome. No, no, no. It was like, oh my <laughs> gosh, oh my gosh, what is happening here? <laughs> All out blitzes every play, and he just stood back there and just freaking crushed it. Um, I, I, I freaking I, loved it. Can we talk about all of them? I don't want to discount the Saints game. Yes. That that was a shootout similar to Wild West, you know, and, and if it wasn't for George Kittle, um, just had the will. He's He literally took uh, – he, he literally took a man a team's soul. Because I was going to say a man, but it was four of them. Yep. Like, took their souls and then got a penalty on top of that. And then Robbie go. Yeah. That was like, that was pretty electrifying, yo. And that game got us the one seed, which got us the bye week huh. because we had the tiebreakers over them. Kind of ruined Drew Brees' like last Let, Yeah. Yeah. Which was which finally cuz every time we played the Saints prior it was a great Drew Brees get a call. It, his, uh, it, it's something to where it goes in the Saints' favor. Yeah. That's the that, way it goes. That one was tough. Listen, the Dallas game this year was was just pure dominant. I mean, that's, that's when the 49ers just enforced their will. But it's something about this game I was just at. Like, I, it's something about beating the Eagles – you know why? Cause I like other than the the cool fans that pop up in the chat from the, the Eagles fans there are the worst. And the fact that they thought they thought Brock Purdy was trash. That's what they did. They did. And I for me, it's that game. Yeah. That was the most disrespect both ways. Uh, Sonia, who's always on point, she said the Eagle game for her because yeah. the Eagles thought we were trash. They never gave us respect after yeah. losing our quarterback. And they just go out there, four touchdown passes for Brock. Yeah. Fans all left the damn stadium. You saw it firsthand. Yeah. I mean, all I did was chant as I'm walking out <laughs> from my seat. Uh, it was a little different when Brock is here, huh? Like, that's all yeah, I kept a saying. A little different when we got a Brock. That's all I kept saying. That's why my voice is gone. A little different, ain't it? A little different. Yo, because yeah. like, there was nothing they can say. I mean, Eagles fans were leaving in the third quarter, but fourth quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter. But, I mean, John, you've been there. I've never seen a parking lot emptied out ah. as out so fast. Like, like I'm like, hey, like they were out. They were gone. But, now nah, it's that game for me because of the way it started. And, and you finally saw Kyle Shanahan – Unleash the Kraken, um, you know. I, whatever if it was if it was the Drake Greenlaw, uh, you know, exile 
from the game. If that's what it took, Kyle Shanahan unleashed the Kraken. I mean, name another game where a team had scored six touchdowns consecutively. Consecutively. That's One, the two, key three, word. Four, fifth, sixth. I like how sixth. you did fifth, sixth. Fifth. One, two, three, four, fifth, fifth. That's right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll, and like, okay, I'm different because the chat is saying Eagles one, Saints two, Cowboys three, Dolphins four. That's their order. But my order's different. Mm-hmm. I'm going Dolphins one, Cowboys two. Okay. Eagles three, Saints four. See, I got the Cowboys four. Okay. I got I got the Eagles one. I'll go Dolphins two, Saints three. That Saints game, everybody, all the faithful that watched it probably ended up in the hospital with some type of stomach ulcer or whatever because that was a tough one. Now, that that one was hard to watch but exciting to watch at the same time, so you were just caught up in a storm. But the win was dope. Robbie Gold kicks the game with a field goal. That's where good as gold comes from, yep. and you start that. But he's no longer with us. Neither is Jimmy Garoppolo and some of the other players. But – that definitely got – that was the game that kind of let everybody know, look, the Niners, is <laughs> they're going to the Super Bowl. All right, here we go. But that Dolphins game, reason why – did I say that was my number two or three? Yeah, yeah okay. The reason why – that's number says why Dolphins. Yeah, yeah, I want to talk Be- about this. Because it was the insertion of Brock Purdy. It, it was like, hey, Brock, you up. Huh? Put me – like he was – and he was ready – it was like, you sure you want me in, coach? Nah, he came in and didn't. it didn't phase him. Jalen Phillips and Bradley Chubb literally took out Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, a part of it was on Jimmy, but literally decided to take him out. And, 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 and Brock had to deal with that for the remainder of the game. And they, that defense tuned up. They stopped the most potent offense yeah. in the league. It it has to be that game, and then I'm sure you want to factor in their head, like it, it the coach, it, like it, it just had to be that that game. For me, it was that game. Yeah, and, and again, like it's all like they're all there's no wrong answer, and there's right. I could only put four answers on there, and I see some people are saying they can't see the the poll. That's it happens to me issue. too. Yeah, it's it, it, too. I'm sorry, I apologize. Um, it's in the live chat feature, but. Sorry, but like there's other games you could talk about week 17, the Dre Greenlaw stop versus Seattle. Seattle, you could talk about the walk off Ambry Thomas interception LA. against the Rams. To you don't even make the playoffs without that one. Like these mm-hmm. are bonuses, but for me, it was the beginning of an era because before that, it was man, without Jimmy Garoppolo, we're trash, and then one game sample size, we're actually better. Like we got better, yeah, when Jimmy went down, Brock was better from the start. And it, it was just the roller coaster of emotions. The Saints game, I, I saw Coach Cruz's comment. There's no wrong answers here. This is his opinion. Had to be the Saints game for Coach Cruz. The rest were blowouts. They were. So the back and forth, that was there. All great answers. Uh, there, there's not a wrong, there's not a wrong one there. And there's a lot. Like Kyle Shanahan's a damn good coach. We've had so many good memories. We got to get to the mountaintop yet, but we're just talking regular season right now. Can't get to the mountaintop if you don't take care of business. Business has been taken care of this year. Bingo. Uh, and, and look, it, it, it took a little adversity. It took a little uh, reset, a little reflection. Uh, the bye week couldn't have come at a better time 
But you had to think that the Niners were on some type of like cruise control to get to that point, and then they knew they were going to flip a switch. It, you, the execution, they added an extra piece, added, you know, but the execution even started like upgrading. Like you started to see these players like, like Ambry Thomas, nothing in the first half of the season. Ambry Thomas now is playing all pro football. Play good ball, man. Like, like I'm almost like, is the whole 49ers secondary going to be all pros? Like, like I mean, that's kind of like what you're thinking. They lead the league in interceptions. They're still top in turnovers, maybe top two, top three in turnovers. They didn't have any in this past game. And, and that's why this Philly game is the one for me because, yeah, it was a blowout. But did you see how the San Francisco 49ers dominated once they took control? Yep. So you get six touchdown scoring drives. I don't want to say scoring drives because there were no field goals. Touchdowns. There were touchdown scoring drives. And this is in a in a game where your defense didn't give you the ball or give you opportunities. The Niners went and took them. Like you know what I mean? You got the turnovers in the Dallas game. You got turnovers in these other games. You 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 know, but but the deep and then the defense only gave up 19 points. And one of them touchdown drives was penalty based all the way into the end zone <laughs> so like you 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 know for me it was just that eagles game plus just you know you had to have been there for the nfc championship game to know why beating the eagles yeah i wouldn't add either one i know but you had to have either you one. had to have been there it was it was not just because it was an nfc championship game to that magnitude but just just the feeling of losing brock and it was tough. And then not knowing if Brock would come back, would he be the same Brock? Would he be better than Brock? Like the unknown, you know, all of that factored in for me is that Eagles game because I can tell you right now, if Brock Purdy was healthy in that game, they beat the living dog snot yeah, out of them Philadelphia so. Eagles. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Look at Mark. What's up, buddy? Yeah, from Facebook. He says, I've watched the Niners since the 70s, and this team feels like the best of the 80s teams. That's, wow. That's saying a lot. And, and Mark, he joined us for our 94 watch parties and stuff. And so, like, we went through that recently this offseason. But they have to finish. And, and that's the thing, Mark. You've taken care of business. Now, I want to transition now. Francis asked this question. He sent me this hypothetical. He gave me two options. I'm going to post this to you guys and Wayne. You get two options. You can be the number one seed, but you have to play Philly and you have to play the Cowboys in your two games. Or I got to run upstairs real quick. Go, go do what you got to do, man. You're good. Uh, I'll pull him down. And whenever he comes back, I'll add him back up there. Um, or you can look at being the two seed, 
but she would only have to play one of those two teams to get to the Super Bowl, right? So we're talking about what pathway is there. The funny thing is, I, I understand this this argument, but it doesn't make sense for me. You take the one seed, you get the automatic buy, you get guaranteed home games. I'd take that over the two seed and traveling too. Now, you've proven you can win in Dallas. You knocked them out of the playoffs a couple of years ago. You've proven just recently that you can not only win in Philly, you can blow them out in Philly. So for me, it's the one seed. But, you know, if I pull up, oh, dang, I did, I did, I've got it on here somewhere. Let me pull up the, uh, just the, what's it called? The position of the playoffs and kind of where we are and what that looks like. So if we look at just the seeding currently, like we if if Philly loses this week against the Cowboys, which they're projected to lose, and then we win, we're we're the one seed. The 49ers currently, what's up, Wayne? Welcome back. Thank you. We have a 55% chance for the one seed currently. Yeah, and 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 this is why, you know. Like the Niners went, you could say all in, all out, all blitz, all what. They're making a statement. Mm -hmm. And they want to let the rest of the league know they ain't nothing to mess with. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, <laughs> they, I, that's not what I really wanted to say. But when you look at it, like, you know, who on this schedule, I mean, and you could get beat on any given Sunday. We understand that. But when you look at the San Francisco 49ers, they're looking pretty dangerous. Armed and dangerous. Can't too many can't bang with us. <laughs> we had a little moment before before the show behind the scenes. I love but, it, man. But you know, look, they they're they're one game behind. I know you got Detroit in there. I know you got Dallas in there. Uh, Philly plays Dallas this upcoming weekend. Right. If Dallas does what they need to do, then the Niners will be in first place. Yep. Isn't that crazy? Yep. Wow. wow. It's close. It's close. And so if, if you are the two seed, if we look at just the, the current playoff matchups, if the playoffs started today, it, Niners are playing the Packers, hosting the Packers at that seventh seed. They snuck up on in there, huh? They're playing some good ball, man. They, they, they are. They're playing some good ball. So uh, currently the five seed Cowboys, six seed Vikings, seventh seed Packers. But, man, uh, you get that one seed. You know what I mean? You yeah, that was, that one to answer that question, yeah, that's what I'm going for. It, 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 you want to play at home. You, you're able to set the tone. Um, you're, you know, you got your fan base there, um, and you're putting the pressure on the other team to come in and do due diligence. And I don't think any of those teams are going to be able to win in Santa Clara. It's just what it is. You it's know? different. It's a little different, different. Mosquito Killer, what's up, man? He says, John, when's the next virtual hangout? We do once um, every single month. I don't have one scheduled right now. I've got to sit down. We have a Monday night football game, but that's on Christmas. I don't want to do a Christmas Eve hangout. I'm going to have to fix something to get something in. It might have to be during the week. Uh, stay tuned for that one. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that one. Darren, what's up, man? He says, my first Niners rush road trip, Miami game last year, Brock's first game, amazing game. He was with us in Seattle, him and his girl, too. Uh, shout out to Jid. She's the best. Uh, Nicholas Parr on the Godfather. Look at this. I'll let you take this one, Wayne. My brothers, always so great to see you providing a voice and opinion for the entire fan base. It's the Philly game for me since they were considered number one. To be at both games and feel it. Wow. Wow, Nick. It was a great, great time. Great time with my brother Nick and yes. the rest of the crew. Great times. 
dude, awesome. Right here, we've got Vince saying John Wayne in the building. I love it, man. And yeah, I, I don't know. It, you look at the opportunities. You want the one seed. You want home field. You don't want to travel. You don't want to do all that stuff. You want to stay home. So and the fact that the Niners are favorites for the one seed now, now you still got to have some things go your way. No doubt about it. And they still got to win out, too. You got to win out. Yeah, five yeah. games left. And that's pressure, right? Left. That's kind of like pressure. But if you look at the way that the 49ers seem to be built mentally now, like their mentality is a little different. Like they realize it's like it's, they're kind of playing like that winner go home kind of like method, right? Look, if we lose this game, we out. So for some reason, I, if you just go to the Philly game, like the Philly game itself, I thought both sides struggled. I know the defense only gave up six points, but to end the first quarter with negative six yards and finish the game with 456 yards, like, dang, what a transformation. You know what I'm going to start calling our defense? Oh, oh. The defense, we're going to start calling them. What's, 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 what's the name? No, I don't really like the name because I was thinking. Wade just had an argument and lost with himself. I did because I was thinking that the 49ers <laughs> offense are the Transformers and then the defense would be the Decepticons. Decepticons. But I don't, I don't know if they – are they deceiving? I don't know. No, they just line up and hit you in the face. It just hits you in the mouth. Yeah. It don't matter if you're anybody. a security guard or not. You get punched in the mouth. <laughs> I love that, man. <laughs> Coach says, who is first in the East if Dallas wins? Well, let's let's pull up the, the chart and let's look at it because it would that be would Philly. split them. It would be Philly because Philly would be 3-1 and one in the division. Dallas would be 3-1 and one in the division, so that's a tie, head-to-head -head tie. But then you look at the conference, Philly yeah, would be 6-2. Six six and two. Two. Dallas would be 6-3. and three. Yeah. So it would still be Philly um, as four. the one seed. Or not as the one seed, but just in the East, they would be up on that. Um so yeah, so they still got a game conference lead there. So, but I don't care about the East. That would bump us into the number one spot because we would have a tie record with four teams. There would be four. Well, they they'd all be two and ten and three. Eagles ten and three. Niners ten and three. Detroit ten and three. Cowboys ten and three. But we win the tiebreakers over all of them because we've got the best conference record. We have the head to head over the Eagles and the Cowboys. We haven't played Phil. Detroit, we won't play Detroit, but we have a game lead conference-wise, which is the second tiebreaker there. So, so a little news about the Niners, though. So if they win this weekend and they get a little help from the Packers or the Vikings, they yeah. clinch a playoff spot. Yeah, we, we win. If the 49ers win and the Packers or the Vikings lose. Or tie. Or tie. We are – we playoff spot is – Sand, secured which so i'm not I'm even concerned it. about no but it'd be cool to just have it early you know yeah you know oh. have it early i like the decepticons too now that i think about it that's that's clean. that's that's the defense the decepticons you can put the little like sound yeah there it is yeah i was with you i was with you i was with you kevin he says first road trip this weekend that's what's up man and if you are coming out man y'all gotta come party with us we're gonna be tailgating as we always do over in blue lot um, come have a good time. We start at 9:35 a.m. on the dot. We're be having a good time. We got bartenders. We got catered food. We got music. We got prizes. We got giveaways. You name it. We got TVs with red zone on it, so you can watch the early games as you eat, as you 
party with the faithful. That's going to be there. And then next week, we're hanging out with the Hall of Famer, future Hall of Famer, Patrick Willis, down at McFadden's, baby. Yeah, yeah. 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. And um, after that, we're also going to have our tailgate the day of uh, for that Arizona game as well, which I'm so pumped because Arizona got screwed, man. Because the COVID, they lost, you know, there were no games. Then you had Mexico City, they lost that game. So it's been a minute. It's yeah. been a minute. Yeah. And so excited for that one to kind of take take place and, you know, it come down and, you know, have a good time. So uh, let's see here. We got a super chat right here. We got a couple of them. Let's talk about these. Jay Corn, appreciate the hospitality and the generosity, my friend. Above play calling slash athletic talent. The leadership from the coach front office is the unsung hero of this team. New standard for culture being set in the NFL. Ooh. Mm. Well, it's funny because the Niners are always setting trends. They're the trendsetters. Uh, that means that they're always the standard. And then everybody follows suit. That's 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 how I look at it uh, when it comes to the San Francisco 49ers. And it's a really great comment right here. Um, but I was fired up to watch my head coach fired up. I... I watched him run on the field, not one, not two, not three, but three and a half times just to figure out what in the heck was going on. I mean, I thought he was going to give it to the to the ref. Like, yo, like, and so, like, that fired me up. And I knew it, it had to have fired the team up. So uh, they definitely set the standard. The players are top-notch. The culture is one of a kind. It's one of one. And this is what's happening, Jay Corn. You're going to see free agency – I feel like the Niners been doing – you're going to see free – I know people play for money. You're going to see free agency look a little different when cats wanting to come to San Francisco. I could tell you that right now. Do you remember when it was like Pierre Garçon I definitely and do. Jarek McKinnon? Without a doubt. You had to pay a premium to get kind of second-tier players. They're good players, but like you're paying above average for their talent. Amen. It's not like that anymore. It's not no. like that anymore. No, Ugh. not at all. Gosh, I love Not it. At all. Nick, the Godfather's back. Multiple people tell me it's us and the Ravens at the Super Bowl. Too early to tell. There's plenty of games left, but Brock gave us the poise and pride. These are my super. This is my Super Bowl right here. There we this go. This is what I picked at the beginning of the season. Uh, we get to wrap that present early uh, at Christmas. We get because, it at Christmas. Listen, I, listen, y'all, y'all saw the early season predictions, and this one, I, I, I circled the fifth. On this one, like it's tough. It's a tough, gonna be a tough game. Not saying now that the Niners can't win it because this was prior to me knowing that the Niners can stop mobile quarterbacks. I haven't seen uh, uh, Lamar Jackson be as mobile as he used to be. I don't know if that's due to the to the new offense, but he still has that ability. But if the Niners were able to contain a Jalen Hurts, and I'm not saying they're in the same stratosphere. No, they're not. But they they kept him from moving this way and have to go this way. And I told y'all, the Niners just need to form a wall on the outside, contain. They'll do the same thing to Lamar Jackson. But that defense in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. It's pretty it, solid. It's, it's way pretty, better than the Eagles. Eagles. It's pretty, way, way better. Yeah. And, and that's a funny thing. It's like, you remember the narrative that Niners defense always struggles with mobile quarterbacks. Eh, not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. I wonder if it's because of, of, of just experience now and the discipline. Like, Man, you know what I mean? Dude, right here. Uh, I'm going to play this clip because, uh, you know, the way that you said it just, like, completely makes sense. 
Mm. Um, you know, just with the way in which that they stopped them. And so I, I thought Is that this was the Nick cool. Bosa clip. Uh, yeah, l- l- right here. You know, he's got a couple of them. And so talking this about is the one, <laughs> this yeah, is right the here. One. Yeah, you you get a push, and then he sees that, so his eyes immediately go off um, off of his receivers, and he's dipping and dodging. You have a guy in front of you. You're trying to just trying to keep him keep him in in the pocket, and um, it's it's tough. Obviously, you don't want to be blocked for ten seconds on a play, but um, it was it was an unselfish mentality from everybody. And J.K. got two, Kalia got one. Um, it, it ended perfectly. It was, it was awesome. My favorite <laughs> thing about that clip is how his face, like, he's Eeyore, right? He shows no emotion and is just always slumped to the side. I'm and, with you, know, you brother. Else. I'm with but you. But when he talked about J.K., uh, Kinlaw getting his Kinlaw, exact, he lit up like a damn Christmas tree. Christmas, oh Christmas tree, oh. oh Christmas tree, lit up. And Kalia Davis got one, and he did the get enemy belly. Yes, listen, when your depth is stepping up, and they're and they're doing their thing, and they're they're reaping the benefits from the stuff that they sold all season long. This team, sky's the limit, man. Sky's the limit. And I, I don't remember. Remember earlier in the season, like, this team, this defense is giving me that New York 2007 football Giants vibe. Where oh, okay. The rotation and the – it doesn't drop. It's not dropping. And it took – you. the addition of Chase Young was huge. Because now you're getting guys to get back into the natural positions, but the rotation keeps spinning. And so the 46 pressures in this game. 46. By design. 46. Three sacks. But the Tim McDonald? Tim McDonald was 46, right? He was 46. Of course he Yeah. Good there you go. So, so you, you have to love how the Niners took on a mobile quarterback, knowing that he was going to run. They stopped Daniel Jones. He's I don't care what nobody says. He's a mobile quarterback. He will run in a second. They are finding ways to contain these guys, and that's gonna be that's gonna be a problem for the NFL moving forward. <laughs> yep, I love it, man. Oh, look at this quintessential guy, quintessent guy. Hey, new that's member dope. here. Love your shows, John and company. Man, we appreciate you. Thank you Thank so you, much. Brother. And for all those that are supporters of my show. Please, it costs nothing. In the link in the description of this video podcast platform, click on Wayne's channel, hit subscribe there, uh, show the support to the community. I want to say thank you. You ever need anything covered, man? Uh, we appreciate you guys very, very yes, much. Yes, now, sir. let's stick with this D-line conversation because you talked about coming in waves, right? Yes. One of the questions this year or this week was from Peter N uh, on Twitter. He says, can you talk to me about Kalia Davis getting snaps? Where'd that come from? Uh, will he be part of the rotation moving forward? It's a great question. Uh, well, you had the injury to Armstead, right? Uh, he has the knee foot issue, uh, which it's. I hope it's day to day. Real quick, let's play the quick his response after the game Armstead to his injury, so you could hear from him. Yeah, uh, wasn't feeling too great, but I think it was important for me to be out there and, and help my team, um, and you know I'll get some treatment and be fine. <laughs> He's a warrior. He's funny, man. Yeah. Listen, warrior. He said it wasn't feeling too great, but he was effective. Mm-hmm. You know, when he was out there, 
And and so will he will he be fine to go against Seattle? I bet your bottom dollar yeah. he will be. But they're getting production from the depth, and so this is great because getting down to the the nitty gritty of the season, the last five games. It's going to be some rotative pieces. Some of the starters are a little banged up. Now you can get them some snaps in there. So on how many snaps did he have? 33. Uh, uh, 72 total. So 33 for Armstead out of 72, and Kalia okay. Davis had 19. Okay, that's what I was asking, Kalia Davis snaps. So that that's it, man. Like, that, to, like you're, you're rotating these guys in, and I can't wait to see Chase Young. How many snaps did he have in this game? Chase Young had more than he, he had thirty six, but here's Good. what's crazy. But they back to back weeks, he wasn't even in the box score. I, that's he what I'm saying. He hasn't lost a stat in back to back weeks. That's but what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah still but, matters. But they're they're starting to ramp up, and 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 here, look, they they'll be home this week. They'll tee off. I could feel it. A little different when you're playing Geno Smith. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> Geno Smith from Jalen Hurts. Eh, those are not the same. Those Mm-mm. are not the same. That's a, so, like, I'm with you. And so I think Kalia Davis, I hope that they allow him to continue to get snaps. He led the team, and he had the highest pass rush grade of the entire team. Um, and so 19 snaps, small sample size. But it's first game ever. <laughs> it was his first game ever against Jason Kelsey. It's the best offensive line of the NFL. And that dude just put it on. Maybe you could say the Detroit Lions are up there. Um, but nah, man, I really hope he gets some more snaps. Uh, I like this comment. The, you know, we got our DJ Jones back, similar body styles. I mean, they are similar play styles too. Um, they can rush the passer, but they also can stop the run. They get the short stocky. So we'll see. Like, we'll see. We'll just look, just, just if give them snaps, give them reps, but I'm liking the reps that we're getting from all the, the, uh, the the depth from the uh on this team you know right. only reps that i had questions about was 26 at safety Ooh. and he he played great like it's I, funny I think because he started people, great at safety there were some missed tackles early from the safety spot but like they weren't really that much on him he i thought he played very well i really okay. really did um because we're asking him to do so much he's mm-hmm. doing a lot and I don't know, you like you look at just like the whatever, you know, numbers from pro football focus. If we just look at the overall like he was the ninth rated player at a 68.6. He had the two missed tackles, but he had three solo stops. And I mean, he's going to tackle. tackle. He's going to be he's going to be your best tackler uh, from a DB's perspective. I mean, everybody like there were a few missed tackles, I think about seven missed tackles in this game. You had the one huge one on the third and 19 from the rookie. Right. But at the end of the day, like I just not I'm not expecting Oliver to play at the safety, like like if he's in his normal position, yeah. that's to me that's what was weird about that. But they they corrected it, they fixed it, like you know. I'm with you there. Now before we move on, uh, I want to stick with the D line just a minute longer. Uh, shout out to my the listener Aaron Rubin. He came up with this idea, uh, highlighting throughout this holiday period different Niners charities, and the 49ers announced just today that their Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee for the fourth consecutive time, none other than Eric Armstead. Just want to say shout-out to him. So yeah. his – I mean, he's a good dude. He's the best off the field. Um, I, I I know <laughs> Wade, he was kind of a, a jerk to you, but he does the great work. He does a lot of great work off the field. 
Um, so just want to support the Armstead Project. Uh, it's uh, You can just go to armsteadproject.com. I put the link in the description. Working with Sacramento and Bay Area schools, and his whole thing is zip code should not define your academic success. Um, different things that they do, social uh, emotional support, tutoring, STEM program, college career trips, computers, internet service, school supplies, health fairs, vision tests, healthy snacks for kids in impoverished areas. He is absolutely one of the best people in the NFL. I think, man, we need to get this dude an award. He needs to win the Walter Payton Man of the Year. He's the nominee, but each team does one. It's time. This guy, kids, that's the heart and soul of my thing. I donated this morning. And if you don't have money, now listen to this, and this is important. If you don't have money, don't give money. But keep it on the tip of your tongue throughout this holiday. And if somebody asks you what you want for Christmas and you're like one of those people that's just like, man, I don't need anything or I don't want anything, bring it up. Share it. Spread the word. Um, any way that you can contribute, prayers, support, uh, conversation, word of mouth, or financial, whatever you can give, armsteadproject.com. Go check it out. Um, anyway, all right. Let's get to some more Niners content real quick. Let's do this. Okay, here we go. Let's talk some CMC. CMC currently has Pro Football Focus put this out this morning. He's got 44 plays this season that have gone for over 10 yards. 44 plays. Explosive. That is more than 24 teams' running back rooms combined. Combined. So, two-part question for you, Wayne. I think MVP is a quarterback-only award currently. Mm -mm. You don't think that. Mm -mm. You, or you don't think it should be. I don't think it is. I think you it don't has, think it is. No, I, I think it has been because they the, the the league hasn't had they haven't seen pure dominance since 2012 with Adrian Peterson. Where the, I I need to know the quarterbacks from 2012. Is there any way you can find that out? That was in that 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 way. And the reason why I said that is because I mean Peterson rushed for over 2,000 yards. He almost had 2,100 yards. That's not what the league wants now. You can tell. It's a quarterback league. But you got a guy that is on pace for possibly 1,500, 2,000 all-purpose yards for sure. He's already at almost 1,500 all-purpose yards. And so he he's already a 1,000-yard rusher. He's about to win the rushing title. So why isn't CMC in the MVP race? Now, I talked about this on Bleacher Report. I put up all the stats. I put up all his numbers. And the dude has a legitimate shot. Now, we're watching these quarterbacks trickle down, and you're watching a quarterback trickle up. I think the only competition, really, for CMC is going to be his own teammate, Brock Purdy. Hmm. I think Tua's going to go down. I think Mahomes is going to stay down. There's a possibility that the, that the odds are turning. If the 49ers continue to dominate in the ways that they do, you're gonna get almost. You're gonna get a CMC explosive game every time, whether he rushed for 40 yards and four touchdowns, or for two touchdowns and 140 yards. Like, it's still going to be damaging MCs. Oxygen they can't breathe. Mad tricks up the sleeve with boxes so much <laughs> can breathe. Now let me stop. <laughs> Biggie quotes it, all day. But no, I like seriously. that your voice is like leaving, and you're still just like, <laughs> I have to finish all of the bars. I, I had to get the bars out. <laughs> But 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 he should be in that category of MVP because he's having an MVP season. Now they do have the offensive player of the year, but what wide receiver is turning up 
Tyreek. There you go. And I don't so, think Tyreek should be in the – is he in the MVP race? I, he's ahead of CMC currently, actually. Interesting. So, okay, couple things. You gave me a lot to work with, Wade. I appreciate that. This is awesome. So, the top six options uh, for MVP are all quarterbacks. Dak, Brock, they're tied. Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, Tua, Lamar. They're, and they're all relatively close odds-wise. Then there's a cliff, and you get the next two, Tyreek and Christian McCaffrey. But Tyreek is considerably ahead of Christian McCaffrey currently. Wow. Okay. Um, okay. And, I mean, he's know, putting up phenomenal stats, man. Might it's be up. the first 2,000-yard season ever for ever. a wide receiver. Right. So, so if it's something that eclipses something that's never happened, obviously they're going to go to the to the top of the of the of the pyramid. You know right. what I mean? Obviously. Now you asked back in 2012 what the quarterbacks did. Okay. The leading quarterback, Drew Brees, threw for 5,000 yards. One oh, of like God dang. 43 touchdown passes, but led the NFL in interceptions as well with 19. So oh, that kind of. Yeah. yeah. Now, Aaron Rodgers behind him, 39 touchdowns, eight interceptions. That was pretty remarkable as well. So my point is it's valid. There's a possibility that a, a skilled player can win MVP. Whether it's now, it, neither one of those guys. If we're looking, they didn't even get votes. It was Chris. It was Adrian Peterson and Peyton Manning, who went thirty-seven <laughs> and eleven, thirty-seven touchdowns, eleven interceptions. But it wasn't even close. Sixty-one um, percent of voting shares went to Adrian Peterson. Thirty-nine percent went to Peyton Manning. Wow! Um, but he rushed for over two thousand yards and twelve touchdowns. Pretty damn I mean, good CMC year. has what? 15 touchdowns? How, how many touchdowns? He's got more than that. Yeah. Uh, CMC has 17 total touchdowns 17 already. 17 total touchdowns. How many touchdowns does Tyreek Hill have? Um, Let's see here. Uh, are we working today? Yeah, we are. That's okay. Give me the job, man. This is, this is what we do. Tyreek always spelled weird. There we go. Tyreek Hill, his current stats, he's having a hell of a year, man. 1,496 yards. More okay. than CMC, 12 touchdowns. Yeah, so he's well, five CMC, touchdowns short. Yeah, but he has almost 300 yards more, 400 yards more. Well, he's got 1496. Yeah, but CMC McCaffrey, is like 1456. So, what are we saying? 1461 yeah. total scrimmage yards. But so, how is he that far ahead? I explains. So, if the, this and this is my issue, this is my issue because I look at Brock Purdy. And I don't understand how he's not ahead of any quarterback on the thing if he's the leader of every statistical category. Everyone. 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 There's not a doubt. Everyone. The only thing he don't lead in is the interceptions because he don't throw many. Bingo. Yeah, if I'm voting, and again, my understanding I think is different than yours just to the fact that I think it's a quarterback-only award. Okay. And that that's why I think it's – I bet really heavily on – CMC being the offensive player of the year. And he still has good odds because what's it called? Tyreek Hill has better odds currently. So if you're betting right now on MVP, Brock's not the favorite. He's not. He's not. He, and he's not going to be. And it's it doesn't. Dak. Yeah. It, ooh, really? It's Dak, so, Dak so currently they, has best so, odds. So do the do you think the writers that do the voting, do they favor in the strength of schedule? Just curious to know. Does that some matter? Some do, some don't. There's right, so, not a okay, right. There's not a there's not a a blueprint saying oh, and, and I don't, it's I, not 
public voting, and that's another thing. Like that's what I, I'm saying. It's people just people need to know who the, the hell is voting for who. Like last year, somebody voted for Demar Hamlin as an MVP vote. Like, and the Demar Hamlin story is very, very important, and all those things, and all the attention. But like that person should never be allowed to vote again. That was that sways everything. And if people don't understand how big one vote matters. What's it called? Patrick Willis missed six consecutive All-Pro years, first-team All-Pro by one vote. One vote. Mm -hmm. And it, dude would have been a first-ballot Hall of Famer with that. Like, votes, they, they matter. And when people just throw them away to chase some other damn narrative, but it's not public, so you don't know who did it, some jack wagon. Like, come on, man. Writers piss me off. I like writers, but some of them have agendas and whatever else and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, now, if you are going to bet – there's positive odds. So Brock Purdy is plus 330 right now at MV for MVP. So, like, for example, if you wanted to throw 10 bucks down on Brock Purdy being MVP, you win $33. And if you want to bet, here's where you go bet. You know sports and you pick winners all the time. So why not get paid for them at MyBookie? MyBookie has the biggest online selection of odds, contests, for all your sporting and betting needs anytime, anywhere. You can bet on NFL, NCAA, or this is pretty fun. I love this. You can bet for the fences um, by on the all-new money bag. So what happens is you go – it's a one-of-a-kind type of opportunity. You just place your bet, spin the wheel, and you get ready to score epic odds on teams, athletes, events, all those things. It just increases those. So it's like a bonus spin to give you even better payouts and better odds, better chances to win. All you got to do is sign up for free today. Use promo code 49ERS or scan the QR code next to me, and you can claim a deposit match of any amount up to $1,000. Again, that's promo code 49ERS to claim your deposit bonus. It's not just a sports book. It's a community. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. All right, all right, all right. Um, real quick, just want to throw up this one. I want to say shout out to my man, Phil, uh, appreciate it. He says, hashtag CC, hashtag BB. Great show guys. And Phil had a comment earlier. I think I clicked the wrong thing. I had it saved. Uh, he said that the Miami game was his favorite because he came, he was at the Miami. It was his I first remember. game. He won the Jersey too. He won the Fred Warner autographed Jersey. It was such an awesome time. Um, and right here, Felicia, appreciate you. She says, those tailgates are fire. I know I enjoyed myself at the Dallas tailgate. That was a blast, man. Yeah, um, that was my God, birthday, that was awesome. I think. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. that's right. We had a that good was time. a good time. Always a good time together. Oh, shout out to the man, Terror Dome. I see you in the chat, bro. Uh, awesome show earlier today. I retweeted that bad boy. Um, there we go. It's not the NCAA. There we go. <laughs> I know he's talking to me. He was talking about, uh, no, he was talking about me when I asked about the strength of schedule because, I mean, are, the reason why I asked that question was because when you look at Dak Prescott, he's playing amazing football, but he's not playing winning teams. He's doing it mm. against teams that don't even have winning records. Yeah. So I'm not trying to shy away from what he's doing, but I was just asking, did that somehow factor in? So thanks, Teradome. I knew that it was the NCAA. I just didn't know. I think it just depends on the writer. Yeah. So if the writer feels like, eh, he did it against weak teams, he's not going to get my vote they'll that's how they'll do it but there's no you know set standard correct yeah there's no defined whatever um it's just it's just different now jared asked this question on twitter and this kind of goes with the brock purdy conversation can we please revisit 
why and how everybody passed on Brock Purdy. You know, 49ers were the only one to put in a draft pick, but it's not like the Niners thought he was what he is. You took him into the last damn pick, you know. So what and I was wrong. I, I I had an undrafted grade on him. So I was one of those that was wrong. So Wayne, why and how did everybody miss on this kid? I well, I mean, it's just the eye test, right? I mean, well, his measurables. Like he's just not height wise, okay. Six, what is he? Six one, six two? Like high wise, barely okay. six foot. Barely okay, six foot. okay, my bad. I'm just trying to give him an inch or two. But height, <laughs> height wise, eh? Uh, strength, hand size, very tiny. Gripping the wet balls is not good, right? So, cats passed over him, and then he went to Iowa State. I think that hurt him a lot. So, like, no disrespect to the Cyclones, but, but my point is, it was just the measurables. Like, they just didn't stand out amongst the elite collegiate quarterbacks uh coming out of college and so teams would have probably said hey we could pass on this guy and if we need to get him we could bring him in for a workout but there was something that the Niners scouted and yeah. that's why they didn't pass up on him so none of us had no one in the world had Brock Purdy drafted we, we didn't even know who he was yeah uh applesauce how does Brock change the future of the quarterback scouting it seems fast pacing is key to being a franchise quarterback, but never discussed compared to the physical traits. Yeah, I mean, you go back old school, you know, the Bill Parcells drafting philosophy was you got to have X amount of starts. You've got to start 20 plus college games and play at a good high competitive level, or it doesn't it doesn't compute. And the Niners kind of hit both sides of the fence. You go after Trey Lance, who was the most potential in the world, no experience. Right, but you could have said the same thing about Mac Jones as well. They had the same college stats, but he didn't have the potential. Right, so you missed on that. So then you use just your last kind of throwaway pick of the draft on somebody that had all the experience in the world and no potential as far as physical traits go. And I'll be honest, I've seen Iowa State play a lot. I'm a Longhorn guy. There was nothing special. There was nothing special. He was consistent, and he was he did his job. But there was no – I didn't mind playing Iowa State at all. There was never, like, concern, oh, Brock Purdy's going to get us. No, it, it was never that. And so maybe it's the goldfish principle. You need to just surround him with some talent and good quality coaching. Matt Campbell ain't it. Um, but, like, Shanahan plus the weapons makes sense. But, man, Brock is – whew, that yeah. dude is – he's well, operating, man. I mean, he had the opportunity to, you know – uh, you know, sit for a little bit and kind of like sop the stuff up as a sponge. I think the 49ers started becoming more and more infatuated with him as he started scouting, you know, the other teams. And they're like, who's this kid? Like this kid. And so that's what made them start to become more and more comfortable with him if something was to ever go down. Uh, and it was fortunate that Trey Lance was out for the season and Jimmy Garoppolo went down in that Miami game. So when he came in, it's just one of those chances, you know, things. It's it's the end measurables, right? It's it's the fact that he just has a gift. And some players are gifted, and they just need the opportunity, but they don't hold the measurables. They don't stand out until they get out there and they prove everybody wrong. And Brock against it's Brock against the world. That's what it was. That's that. It just was. It just is what it is. Uh, but like I said, the Niners 
they saw something in him. Uh, they saw him playing some big games. They saw him make some big plays, uh, and they felt like he can do the same thing with the San Francisco 49ers and Kyle Shanahan's offense. Yeah, I, I, I like that. Uh, Tara says, you know, Google Brock Purdy height and weight. If you Google it, it says he's 6'1", um, but whenever you look at his combine numbers, he was six foot and three eighths. Um, so, you know, it's he kind of whatever he's six foot and change, which is awesome. But, you know, you go to the games and you see him on the sidelines standing next to everybody, even like whenever he's with the quarterbacks, that dude's not that he's a midget him next to Sam Darnold. Those are two different body types. Yeah. Like him next to Trey Lance was comical, but you don't win based on height and weight. You know what I mean? But like you see him next to each other, and it's like, ooh, you even see him next to Brandon Allen, and it's still like, ooh, he's tiny. Um, it's just whatever. He's six foot and he's tiny compared to NFL highest pedigree players. He's Correct. taller than me. You know what I mean? I'm not saying he's short. I'm just saying compared to NFL averages, it's short. But yeah, you don't, and that's the thing about the it factor. You don't know until it's thrown in there. And you watched the Monday night football game last night with the Cincinnati Bengals and what they were doing at the quarterback position. Good gosh. I want a California's own hey, going out there and just freaking lighting it up. So until you put it out there, you don't know, you don't know. And you could go back through the preseason snaps and the training camp snaps and all that stuff. It's not like Brock Purdy was amazing out there. He wasn't, mm-hmm. but they, but they started to probably see some it. Some of what the it was like, and, and like I said, it was from him, you know, just being the scout guy, him running the the the, the opposing team's offense every week, like him imitating Russell Wilson at the time, and 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 all those dudes, like him, him just being that guy, and they they were probably like, yo, this this kid is this kid's gonna be, you know, there's something special. They and and the Niners, that this is why he's here, because when yeah. he when he got put out there, when he got thrown into the fire. He excelled. Yeah, they didn't want him out there. Let's no. be honest. No, 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 no. They, they didn't. But when they, when he had no other opportunity, when they didn't have any other choice, excuse me, he went out there and defied all odds, and now he forced the Niners to make a decision, a decision yep. where they had to move on and trade. trade and they lands. made the right one. They and made they the did. right one. And, and that, any every day, every second. Yeah. Thing, I love this team. We, we, I say it all the time, it's a meritocracy. Yeah, Trey Lance got all the opportunities and then the injuries and whatever else, and fair, not fair, don't care. When Brock showed up, Brock was Brock. And right here, GOK, thanks for the uh, super chat. He says, Brock runs this offense to a T, and the scary part about him is he's learning more and more and going to be better and better at each game. Brock is him. You know, there was there were two plays. I just finished the entire offensive breakdown. You know, every single play we go through it. Uh, the 49ers rush.com. You want to go check it out three years, every single offense, defense, special teams plays all there. As soon as you sign up free seven day trial, but I'm going through the tape. This dude went through three reads and a second and a half. One time red left center, right check down. Mm. Boom. Right. And then another play CMC is wide open. Nobody's within five yards of him. throws it over his head and hits. Ayuk on an out route. He's getting greedy. He's evolving. It's only been one year. You're already starting to see one the progression. Exactly. Ah. Exactly. And 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 along with the success, the, the more confident we're not even talking about his confidence, right? Like this kid is just gaining confidence. He's not done. This that he's not he's not even close to whatever his ceiling may even we don't even know what it might be. 
Like, like he's gaining, he's getting, he's, he's confident more and more he goes out there. He threw a pick six and threw a touchdown in the same game. Like that, like for a kid with one year under his belt to overcome that, like that's crazy. That's crazy to me. And so, you know, as long as he continues to progress, that's all we care about. As that's long it. as he continues to help this team get into the drive of winning and doing what they do, that's what matters the most to him. He wants to be the best he can be so that his team can be the best that they can be. That's a leader. Brock Purdy has a C on his chest for a reason. Yeah. My favorite thing is just how calm, cool, collected he is after he throws a touchdown pass. Oh, like, you'll see him throw a touchdown pass and just turn around and walk away. Like, it's like the the – like John Wick walking away from an explosion or something, you know what I mean? Just like don't flinch. You just like walk away with that like swag. Like he's got, got that in spades. Um, so my question to you, 49ers, they're the best team in the NFL. The record, okay, I get it. They're one game back. We'll see where that it is what it is, but they're the best. Here's what it. is it that could stop this from taking place? Like if Man. the Niners stay on this trajectory, the only thing that could stop the 49ers is the 49ers. That's it. It's the only thing. Only thing. We've that seen or, that. <laughs> and we've seen that happen. I felt like we've saw it happen already, and they're over that. I'm hoping. Like I felt like we saw, but but it was injuries. If you really want to, if you really want to talk about what the only Achilles to the San Francisco 49ers would be an injury to a critical piece. Yeah, and so like I'll say this too, you know, injuries are going to happen. Like. The Niners have five regular season games, and even if they get the one seed, you still got to play three games in the playoffs. Division, NFC Championship, Super Bowl. That's eight games. There's Injuries are going to happen, period. Like, the 49ers are healthy, but, like, if you're sitting there thinking, like, oh, they're just going to stay this healthy, that's not the way the NFL works. I hope that Correct. it does. Correct. But that's just not what it is. It's football. You know? It's football. You got to oh. overcome. And one of my favorite things, and that's why Kalia Davis, and I'm so pumped about this, is you get to see these backup guys that can shine. J.P. Mason, all right, Kalia Davis, Jair Brown. Like you're getting these guys stepping in, and it's just like, oh, damn, Oren Burks, John Feliciano. Yeah, I think I said game. his name right, Feliciano. I think I said it right. You got it. You used to say Palence, but you got it. I'm I'm improving. See, I'm getting better because right. of coaching right. uh, from the the faithful. They love correcting me. You're progressing. <laughs> I love it. Uh, right here, uh, Peter Jeff. We need Trent to stay healthy. He is essential. Yeah, he made that rookie cry. Did you see him make that rookie cry? I did. He cried. I did. I, listen, there's. I was gonna say there's no crying in football, but that's definitely there's a no baseball take. Football. <laughs> that's definitely a baseball take, but. Um, listen, you know, Trent's a different type of grown man. He different, man. He 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 got him twice. He got him twice. And the play like it was they were running a stunt and Trent power cleaned him into his own dude and he left the game for a few plays. And yeah, yeah he was and it, the next play was like a fourth and one. Like one of the most important plays of the game. He's on the sideline crying to his head coach. Like talk trash about our old line, bro. How'd that go for you? Mm. And he's one of the best players in football already, Jalen Carter. Well, I'm wondering if the trash talking would stop because what had happened this past week is they were coming after. What's up, Johnny Dell? They were coming after Debo. Like they, 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 they had the receipts, and and, and so Debo was just he was trying to keep keep it cool. Like he was trying to stay cool, calm, and collected. Like he literally was. 
Like, you got to give Debo some credit. But they kept coming after him, the media, then the players. And then when the head coach shows that to his team and thinks that it's going to rah, rah, rah them up, the 49ers got grown-ass men on their team. I want people to understand that. I don't care if they they 22, 23, 24. <laughs> they all grown-ass men. When you walk through that door, it's it's like you transform into the Encino Man or something. Like you're, tra- you're transforming. I told you, they were the Transformers. You're transforming, bro. And that is what this Niners culture is all about. They bring you in. It's a brotherhood you're being it's a fraternity that's exactly what it is when you join the Niners and they don't care they will bring you in as a rookie you will be treated as a rookie but you're gonna leave as a grown-ass man dog they're just humbling people you know what I mean just walking around just checking oh you stepped out of line check put you back in your place know where you're at Mm. Uh, it's 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 awesome and again I'm gonna keep saying this for a while this season is special Obviously, the 49ers are the best team. They're the top team in the NFL. I don't care what you look at, whether you're looking at offensive rank, defensive rank, coaching, playmakers, depth, record, doesn't matter. Nobody wants to play us. Nobody does. This week, you got the Seattle Seahawks coming back to town, baby. They've lost three in a row. One of those was at our hands. They give it up 72 points in back-to-back weeks. Can they turn it around against the 49ers? We're going to find out later this week on Wayne's channel. Mm. Friday morning. Friday, yes, same time. Friday morning, uh, 10 a.m. Pacific time. Click the link in the description of this video. But that's going to do it for us today. I'm going to get back to breaking down film. Wayne, take us out of here, my friend. Hey, you know why the 49ers are succeeding and exceeding all expectations? It's because you, the faithful, stay strong. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.